everyone. Hi, hello, hi. Hello and hello and hi to everyone and everyone else. This is the Bobby Horror Picture Show with Bobby Bobalon, and it's me, Sleeves. Uh, each week we are going to talk to different members of the Bug Cult and the Slurp Fam and all of our favorite uh, reply guys and likers. Um, this week we are talking to Uncle Howard of Uncle Howard Presents Uncle to Uncle with Uncle Howard. Uncle Howard, say hello. Hey, everybody. Gosh darn, it's weird to be in a, uh, you know, I'm used to a king-size bed, but with you two guys, I'm in a prince-size bed. It's very uh, small, and it's purple. Like the uh, song uh, Two Princes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go uh, ahead now. <laughs> um... Okay, well, Franklin, no, God, see? No, that, no, God, that is insulting. What, you think I'm You're Franklin two uncles now. now. I can't, all right. Uh, you're Franklin's uncle, right? Correct. Okay, and now he's also your uncle. That's right. Okay, okay, perfect. Well, tell us a little bit about um, your involvement in the cult. I mean, obviously, it's pretty involved if you're Franklin's uncle. Well, I, I've been involved in a number of cults over the years. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was in uh, Jonestown, of course. Uh, I, uh, I was hired as their mixologist. I did a very bad job, it turned out. Um, I, uh, you know, I was, uh, uh, where else have I done? I, uh, I, uh, I sold these guys a bunch of shoes and then told them there was a comet that was coming and a... Uh, I got a job working for them as their applesauce cook. That also did not go well. So you know, I, all along I've been uh, around cults. I guess I've, uh, you know, I've just got one of those personalities where you just end up in a cult, you know, one way or another. I, uh, I, the, the, I, I assume we're talking about the bug, the bug mains cult, though, in this circumstance, because I've got a couple others in my back pocket. But um, I, I, uh, I, I, I remember first I saw my, my at the time it was just my nephew, my little neff, and he was on a post and stuff saying, I'm going on this bug TV, and I looked at it for about 30 seconds or so and thought, this don't make a spot of sense to me. And that was about the end of it as far as I was concerned. But then, uh, but then one day he said, hey, the people need you, Uncle Howard. They need you, big unk. And I said, all right, I'll do it for you, friend. And that's how I came to be the most beloved member of this entire uh, 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 shared canon. Yeah, you're. It's Bobby here. It's a pleasure to have you on, Howard. I mean, uh, you've definitely be become had. a man of the people, and it's interesting because early on in the uh, Uncle to Uncle podcast, you kind of hated the fans, and your stance is lightening a little bit. Is that because of BugCon and getting to know people? You know, it did help to you know be able to put some some faces to the names and finally put some names to the the apparently they had names all along and I just never knew them, so it it, it did help. It humanized a lot of uh, these little bing bongs out there, and I realized you know a lot of them. God bless them. They're trying their hardest, and I should be a little nicer. Everybody in the cult seems to have a good heart, yeah. and I mean good you're heart. really opening up yours. You tell yeah. us about when you're checked into rehab and anything that's going on and it's obviously the cult's a family for you 
Yeah, I have nothing to hide. I've always, I've always thought the person who's hiding something is the person who's guilty of something. So anybody who ever says, uh, you know, I did this, I think we can forgive them. And anyone who says, I didn't do this, well, we, we might as well believe them and believe that they didn't do it. So I, that's, that's my newfound uh, attitude. I found that uh, recently. I was uh, imprisoned against my will on a Princess Cruise Line and uh, hung out with the Gideons for a while, and they taught me an awful lot. Your punishments, your punishments always kind of seem to be very uh, vacation-like. I mean, you got sentenced to time on a Sandals resort before. It's, I mean, it's that's because a... they want to keep the prisoners away from me. <laughs> I teach. I can teach one medium-sized jail full of little misdemeanor and you know late child support guys. I'll turn them into hardened felons in thirty seconds. So they got to get me out of there. They got to put me on you know Disney on Ice. You know I toured with them for a number of years. Uh, I was uh, goofy, um, and I did not skate, but I walked around the aisles and shook uh, the hands of people. That's nice. Yeah, I give back. <laughs> you have. You've really given back. I think. Uh, I think that the cult being so, you know, positive. I feel like uh, it's a it's a tremendous way how it gives back. All the encouragement and it, it's like the it's like little hugs. It, that's a beautiful saying. Little hugs. Well, every hug for me is pretty little because, like, I'm only 13, so I got those really little, like, arms. It's hard for me to, like, give a big hug. I'm just uh, physically little. And this is also a horny cult to be given hugs, it seems. Yeah, you got to be careful with the hugs when you're just a little fellow like that. And uh, I, I admire it, though, Sleeves, because, you know, I mean, you, you say how you're a little guy because you're 13, but you're actually a little guy because you're one of the uh, wood elves. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm one of the uh, wood elves that make the Rice Krispies. Yeah. Uh, pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, inside each Rice Krispie that pops is a wood elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put the pops in... I work on the assembly line next to Snap and Crackle. My job is to put the pops in to the rice so that each one pops whenever it gets milk on it. No, they are elves, Snap, Crackle, Crackle, uh, and Pop, Um, right? Are they enemies of the Keebler elves? I don't know. Why are there so many elves involved in our packaged foods? (laughs) Well, I think because... uh, it's easy for them to get it into the packages because they got those little hands. Packages, I mean, think about how when you open it, you just kind of rip it open. You're going to need little hands to actually, like, package all of that into a package that size. That's right. That all <laughs> makes sense now. I Now, I, I'm sorry I ever didn't understand your people better before. It was not your job to educate me, but I thank you for the emotional oh, no. labor of doing so. I was just... I, just to, just clarifying. Um, okay, well, uh, Uncle Howard, outside of the cult, um, what are you, you kind of interested in? What's a movie that you're a 
a big fan of. Oh, I uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of this fantastic film. It's about a, a friend of mine actually. It's called John Wick, and uh, John Wick is uh, he's a uh, for anybody who hasn't seen this film. Uh, sorry, I'll try not to give too many spoilers. But he's a man who's not just pushed to the edge. He's driven over it, and he enacts. A spree of vengeance, the likes of which New York City has never seen before. Yeah, he's a man with the ultimate fire. Not only is he an assassin, but he lost his car and his dog. It's understandable that a a rampage incurs afterwards. What would you do if somebody got the Miata? Oh, well, that's happened before, of course. The Miata's been stolen a number of times. I... (laughs) I, um, I, I did not go on a rampage of murder. However, I went on a rampage of check fraud, and it turned out that <laughs> did not uh, work as a form of vengeance because it did not punish at all the people who stole the Miata. Um, so I eventually found them and killed them, um, <laughs> and that was okay. But you know, um, I, 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 I would do it differently next time. I think I would look to John Wick for more influence. Exactly. Um, and then besides the fact, loses the beagle that his wife gives him after yeah. dying. A posthumous gift. Those don't happen very often. She had it planned out. And Russian gangsters are going to just murder him? I mean, they're really running the risk of the full Neo coming at him. Oh, wrong, wrong vein. I forget sometimes. Keanu. Yeah. The full Ted. The full Ted. Uh, have you ever had to deal with any sort of uh, Russian, uh, any sort of Russian mafia like this, Uncle Howard? Uh, well, uh, not so much. I've I've had some pretty good times with the Russian mafia, of course. Um, I I don't like to run afoul of them. I am friends with Alexander Emelianenko, Fedor Emelianenko's brother, who has a tattoo of a Grim Reaper holding a baby on his back. Um, I I helped train him for a lot of his uh, fights and pride in Japan back in the uh, early aughts. I had no idea. I had no idea you did that. Well, a lot, of, a lot of people don't know a lot of things about me, and I like to keep it that way most of the time. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a fighting aficionado, I suppose. Uh, another thing that I like about John Wick is it's got so many fighting maneuvers. Yeah, it sounds like you might have raised some fighters that could take on the boogeyman, as they call him, John Wick, who uses yeah. his gun fu and jiu-jitsu. Um, what are you noticing in the film with technical flaws? The, the Baba Yaga. I don't notice a lot of technical flaws in the film with the uh, with the fighting techniques. I, uh, I pardon me. I uh, I know the. Uh, uh, you just fart. No, yeah, I stood up and I put my butt right on the mic and farted. Um, uh, the uh, the fight uh, choreographer is a very legitimate uh, martial artist, and he looked to the. Uh, the uh, maneuvers of uh, Isao Kano, I believe, for uh, judo. And John Wick utilizes a lot of that. You can see it in a lot of his uh, chokes where he uses his own sleeve to choke somebody. (laughs) Um, uh, You'll note he does some uh, kind of foot sweep maneuvers. There's a lot of uh, things that John Wick does where he puts someone on the ground, but it's not necessarily a really big move. You know, he's not not doing your early 2000s, like, you know, does a backflip before he does a spinning back kick 
you know, I mean, he's just, he's got a real economy of motion in, a, in all of his moves. And that's the thing that John Wick, he's just, you know, he's just, he's all business all the time. And I think that's why a guy like me can respect him. I don't know about a couple jokers like you, but, uh, you know, I like a guy who just gets down to business and he's just, you know, he's in to kill you and he's going to kill you and then he's going to get out of there. He, he reminded me a lot, John Wick reminded me a lot of uh, you, Uncle Howard. Um, for various, and then did you did you consult um, on some of that fighting technique? I know you wrestle around with uh, Franklin a lot in the bed, in the king size, and I thought I saw Howard Schulman in the credits, but I wasn't hot. Is was that you? Oh, that was, uh, I was not in the credits. Howard Schultz, the uh, CEO of Starbucks, uh, <laughs> was the uh, fighting coordinator for John uh, okay. Wick. Uh, but that's because I let him, uh, you know, I taught him everything he knows. So if you trace the lineage of John Wick, it ultimately traces back to me. But, um, you know, beyond that, I mean, of course, all martial arts uh, traces back ultimately to Dracula, who invented it. So... <laughs> You know, all glory to him. But, um, I, you know, I, it, it's fair to say I had a lot of influence on John Wick. I also uh, was responsible for casting the role of Perkins. I was wondering if you ran some of the dialogue even, because the, the Russians asked John, what are you going to do? And he, he slyly says this before kicking ass. And the whole thing, the way he dresses, there's various reasons, like Sleeve said, that you're really the John Wick of this universe, it seems. Well, you'll note that uh, a John Wick is very cool, so that's a lot like me. Um, and and speaking of the dialogue, you'll you'll remember the classic line where he says, "I'm thinking I'm back." <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> that was a very Uncle Howard line. Yeah, <laughs> you will try to take that from me. Kill that from me. Burn that from me. Now that is cool. Everything about John Wick is it's perfect. Now he is very upset when his car is taken. His was a Mustang, mine's a Miata, same difference. A lot of people say the Mustang's the American Miata. I don't know if I agree. Ah, uh, yes I do, just kidding. Um, his dog was killed, you better believe I'd be mad if my dog was killed. If you kill my dog, you know what? You, you better call the police on yourself because you want them to get you before I do, pal. That ain't no joke. And then uh, number three, you know, his wife just died, so he's mad and he's pissed off anyway. Oh, he is mad and pissed off. Yeah, no. See, that's something that I can relate to. And another thing is that John Wick, he lives in this assassin's world, correct? Correct. You know, there's there's a little bit of a different rules in the assassin world. They, they spend all their money in gold coins. They have the uh, continental where uh, you can only uh, not kill anybody on the premises or else that's bad news for you, right? There, there's all these things. And Continental has its own doctor on staff who, you know, keeps his mouth shut and takes care of you with whiskey it, it's all uh, it's all good there so but that's very similar to what we have going on in this uh, this bug you know the universal bug shared uh, universal monsters uh, universe we that's got true. we got uh, you know we, we have our own form of currency uh, mm -hmm. You know, there was the, the buzz bucks, and there's all this Twitch nonsense. Who knows what's going on with that? I couldn't begin to tell you. There's a... They're old. 
there, there's a, our own, um, you know, kind of like law within the community. We're self-policing in a way. We're, uh, we're, uh, you know, we look out for each other. We're, we're our own, we're all our own doctors and everything. We're all our own sexy little nurses. <laughs> so it, it, it's very similar. The assassin's world of John Wick is a lot like the bug world and and uh, I'm, I'm quite positive that in both worlds if the police come to your house and you've killed somebody you just tell them that you're working again and they'll go away <laughs> they get it yeah yeah <laughs> I mean work is yeah work is work yeah all work is sex work they say <laughs> who said who uh, who says that I, I saw somebody tweet it and I think they were serious I don't know oh okay I never know what the, any of this stuff means, man. I ain't smart enough. I've been very upfront about that from day one. Yeah, well, I, you're pretty old. You're, I mean, you're you're the probably one of the oldest members of the cult. Absolutely, it, I've got to be one of the oldest. Yet, paradoxically, one of the youngest. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. I'm a lucky good. man in that way. <laughs> That's true. Uh, There's some old people in there, though. There's all those guys who got their usernames that are always like, you know, diaphragm brother, and they're uh, always yeah. like seventy. So whatever. <laughs> well, do you remember? Um, there was a there was a Twitter hand, handle uh, podcast Nana, and oh. she, she. I don't know if you remember her. She uh, really tried to infiltrate uh, the uncle to uncle universe and uh which that universe was very anti-nana i believe and there's been a bit of a shift lately howard absolutely well you know love is letting go of fear and you know we no longer fear the nana well uncle howard uh the podcast nana that was my nana's account i uh got mm, i got her into pillow talk well, uh, I, I I certainly have nothing against her, and I, uh, I you know I hope she's doing well. I uh, I uh, don't want to uh, you know have offended your your nana. Well, actually, I've brought my nana here tonight. Uh, she'd really like to to meet you and, and uh, talk, if that's okay. Put, She's a big fan. Line, I'll get. Uh, Let me just get her. Okay, just I'll oh, get. I... It's really nothing to worry about, Howard. She's a huge fan. Uh, I imagine this will go as smooth as possible. She's coming in the room now with sleeves. Okay, hey, uh, uh, Uncle Howard, this is my Nana. Nana, uh, say hi to Uncle Howard. Hi, hi, Uncle Howard. How are oh, you? Uh, I'm powerful obliged to make your acquaintance, ma'am. How how are you? I'm I'm uh, okay. I was wondering I have not listened to Pillow Talk recently. I cannot find it on the apps. I'm wondering is it not Pillow Talk? Are you trying to avoid the nanas? Uh, uh it's it's funny you mention that because uh, now we uh, we love the nanas and we're called uncle to uncle, and uh, um, oh hell, nana sleeves, you don't want to talk to me. You want to talk to the hunk of the uncle to uncle reverse, don't you? You want to talk to little Franklin? Oh, little Uncle Franklin, is he <laughs> is he there? 
Could I? I'd love to talk to little Uncle Franklin. Uh, yeah. Hey. Uh, how, Howard, do you think you think he could help us out? Is Frank around? Maybe, uh... This is, is... Franklin. Hey. Oh, my gosh, Franklin. You Soy the... Cubano. Yes, hi. How are y'all? You still listening to Smash Mouth? I love them. And, uh, how's, <laughs> how's, um... How's the mic's hard? Oh, I, oh, sorry. I sound so much like myself. Um, I love it. I love the mic's hard. Are you, have you had any more sex? Nana, Nana. Yeah, Nana. You don't have to answer that, Franklin. Everybody, you're notoriously six times. (laughs) Nana, you're kidding. I'm just, I'm curious. I'm worried. No, Nana, just go. Turns out. We told you the rules, Nana. She got too worked up. It turns out uh, Franklin can do a really good impersonation of Franklin. He's tried before. <laughs> Thought about it a lot. Wait, that wasn't Franklin? Nana. It was. Okay. It was Nana, he Nana, was, I love that. He was, he was doing kind of a, you know, like when John Malkovich goes into his own brain and being John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah. It was I, that. <laughs> That's an, I can't believe she asked that. That's uncool uh, for. Well, Nana, that's why Nana's I, are cooler than ever. She doesn't. She's. I don't know. She got kicked out of the home for being horny. She doesn't understand how to be horny. She got kicked out of the home for being horny, but then kicked off the streets <laughs> for being too horny. Can you get kicked off the streets for that? Oh, I have. Okay. <laughs> uh what what else have you been kicked off the streets for? Oh, it, well, where? Name uh, a city. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about the biggest city of them all? The big, uh, the apple of the city of apples, New York City. In New York City, I got kicked off the streets there. Um, I did uh, an apocalypse. Okay. Uh, in Times Square. Okay, that's a uh, good reason to be kicked off the street there. <laughs> I mean, you gotta. You can't do that on the street. Not there, you can't. A lot of places you can. Well, uh, I we kind of got sidetracked. I'm glad you brought your Nana on. I do want to bring up something that happens kind of early in that John Wick movie, and it just really keyed into how I how I view you, Howard. Are you the kind of guy that has something in the basement underneath some poured concrete that you might be able to break out in an uh, emergency like John Wick does? That's a good question. I... It is a good question. I uh, I I don't know that I should reveal this, but I do. Yeah, you um, seem like the type. Yeah, I I have a big concrete slab, uh, and then underneath it all there is a treasure box, and in the treasure box I have fifteen of the uh, stamps where the airplane's upside down. Those are worth a lot of money. <laughs> And then I have some katanas because the one thing about John Wick is I won't use a gun. No guns. No, I was, I'm like I was Batman. <laughs> I'm like Batman, but I will kill people, so I'm not quite like Batman. I just won't use a gun like Batman. But I'll okay. kill people with katanas. So I just go around and katana people left and right, and it's really cool. Have you ever had to kill a man with your bare hands? Yeah, uh, I've, 
I have. Um, I, I've killed I've killed a man with my bare hands a lot of times. My favorite thing to do is, you know that uh, that the breaststroke, the swimming move where you put your hand like your back of your hands together and then you make sure. him go out. I go go uh-huh. in with my hands together like that into his throat and then I go out and smush his head in half. <laughs> wow, brutal. That yeah, uh, uh, fatality. Uh, yeah, you know who taught Ed Boon and John Tobias <laughs> about fatalities? Uh, was it you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uncle Howard, um, you know, just like John Wick, yeah, there's that, okay, there's the character, the, like, Russian's, uh, little sidekick, uh, the Mayhem. Lawyer. Yeah, no, no it's, it's mayhem. Not, it's not mayhem. It's, uh, it's the guy from uh, SVU. It's Detective uh, Dick Butt guy. I don't think it's the same guy as Mayhem though. Okay, I think they're very similar. But he's uh, awfully he's in similar. SVU, and he was also in Thirty Rock as Liz Lemon's terrible boyfriend. He should have never been in SVU because the SVU because SVU is fiction, so the police are good. They're all like like irrevocably good and that guy's such a scumbag no matter what he was a terrible casting choice okay i had thought he was a uh, mayhem he looked like the freaking mayhem guy I, from the mayhem commercial i don't think he is i'm gonna look him up real quick here but, because uh i don't know that also reminded me of you because you uh seem to be like you know the mayhem i'm, guy I'm always getting cult. destroyed by uh you know, just cars. They're running over me <laughs> left and right. A ticking but, time bomb. Oh, you know what? It is the same guy. I'm so sorry. Is I'm it? The, I feel have to forgive me. Absolutely. Oh, well, that's I'm going to I'm going to take one of these katanas and I'm going to plunge <laughs> it deep into my guts and cut No, it no, no, no. You don't you don't need to. It is the uh, only, it is what John Wick would may, do. Just cut just cut like your leg or something. Don't stab your gut. Take a pinky you, off at most. You know, another thing that people don't realize about John Wick is that he is a ronin because a samurai is a warrior who fights for the shogun who is the wealthy man. In John Wick's case, uh, the villainous of Vigo. But John Wick has gone rogue. He's a masterless samurai making him a ronin. It is a classic film, people. That is Kurosawa. I like the part where, uh, you know, speaking of stabbing your guts with a katana, there's that fight scene at the end where the Russian guy's going to stab him with a knife, and then uh, John Wick is just, like, wrestling his arm, and he's like, oh, no, go ahead and stab me, and then I'm going to break your arm and take your knife. Yeah. That's, uh, I thought that was really cool. He kept the knife. John Wick knew that he could break the guy's arm, but only if he got the guy's arm in given position. And that position predicated John Wick being stabbed. That's how cool John Wick is. He's willing to get stabbed to break your arm. Can you beat a guy like that? I don't think so. You might be. Well, because I am that kind of guy. What happens when the John Wick meets the one Jick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to know. Would you would you take a knife like that? Would you get stabbed just so you can uh, get that knife and then stab him right back? Yeah, I would for sure. I I I would do it just for the hell of it. Have you have you boys seen Green Room? 
Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, now there's a part where these uh, twins, one of them stabs Wait. the other one because they uh, call to report a stabbing and the police are coming. So Patrick Stewart's like, well, we better have a stabbing happening for them. And then they just have one of the neo-Nazi twins stab the other neo-Nazi twin. And then the I police show up and they're like, this is the stabbing that happened. That's a pretty good movie. It's too stressful. I like that movie a lot. That movie's yeah. a lot of fun, and it's a lot of punk rock in that movie. There's and, a lot uh, of punk rock in that movie. That movie's, uh... And a lot of stabbing. Yeah, there's stabbing, and it's got, uh, that, uh, An- Dog. Anton Yelton guy, or whatever his name is. Yeah, guy. and it's sad to watch him in movies, because he got Paul Walkered. Paul Walker, the poor guy. Yeah. Some people like Johnny Walker, but me, I prefer Paul Walker. <laughs> I'm wondering, how do you think uh, John Wick would hold up in the, the Furious verse? Because he actually blows off stress doing uh, burnouts and wheelies and driving around, and he murders people with his car. Could he fit in with Dom and the crew? Well, I think anybody who can handle a half ton of American steel the way John Wick can probably can fit in with Dom, Brian, Ludacris. <laughs> Ramsey and all the rest. So, absolutely, I think they'd be a good team. I think um, it would be interesting to watch a fight between uh, Dom and uh, John Wick because Dom's a big bruiser and he'll fight you with, you know, like a huge monkey wrench or something. But John Wick wants to get in close, you know, close a distance. He wants to get in some dirty boxing with. He wants to get in the clinch. Gonna maybe lay in some Muay Thai knees. It's gonna go for some of the judo foot sweeps. You know, a Sasai Surikomiyashi. Maybe a, uh, you know, uh, Osotogari, Kosotogari, Kouchigari, any of those. John Wick, he's too wily. But Dom is like, Dom's power level has increased to a point that I'm... Not sure if he's human anymore in the movies. He deadlifted up the uh, the beast that was kept in a cage on the top floor of the uh, Burj Al Dubai. Uh, he he's he's like basically as strong as Captain America in the Marvel films. So that's the battle that I really want to see. Yeah, he's he's about to burst really with just raw beast anger. And yeah, yeah I, I do think that John maybe ends it with some sort of chokehold in the end after just really a brutal battle. Yeah, I, it would be like one of those uh, classic, you know, like does uh, technique and speed beat size and strength battles. But the fact of the matter is I don't think they'd fight because they're both fundamentally on the side of righteousness. Righteous. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of being righteous, I mean, Keanu's doing, you know, Bill and Ted again. Oh, that's true. Bill and Ted 3. And the internet has just discovered that Keanu Reeves is nice in real life. So he's a big deal. Yeah, people like being nice. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why more people don't try it in real life. <laughs> I mean, personally, in real life, I would never... I wouldn't do it. It's not right for me, but I respect that other people have that ability, and I think they should try it out whenever they can. Absolutely, but yeah, like you said, just it's not for me. I'll be, I'll be nice uh, to people to strangers that I kind of know through an internet cult. That's. I'll be nice to anybody who's got 
fifteen dollars to give me. Well, for what? What Whatever. do you need fifteen? That's what like is, what is your specific. what is your uncle to uncle? You know, revenue going towards you guys are building up a lot of followers. Yeah, we are. We uh, we're monetizing everybody. Um, you know, the thing about a podcast is we don't have a product. Our listeners are the product. So we're just trying to build up all of you people because every single one of you little clicks equals an extra buck in my pocket. <laughs> and what am I saving up that money for? Um, can you say a segue? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get a turbocharged segue. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, what are you going to... Where are you really going to be using that at? Like, are you going to be uh, uh, going to the Man. mall? Oh, okay. <laughs> Burning Man. That yeah, I um, they've never had major jumps at Burning Man. You know, you always hear about all the art floats or whatever, but you never hear about someone gunning it on a Segway at 130 miles an hour and trying to jump over a school bus painted like a unicorn. That's well, very true. You're about to. <laughs> the revolution is coming. It what? is. It will. It will. It will definitely be televised because I'm in talks with uh, three of the major networks. Oh, I know. I'd watch a Segway at one thirty at Burning Man. Yeah, Burning Man. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think maybe you could get that uh, Segway on the? Uh, maybe get that out on the the water with me, and we could uh, take it out with the jet skis. Oh. I don't want to humiliate you by showing that a Segway can be better on water than a jet ski can. But, uh, yeah, no problem. Okay, cool. That'll they be call, fun. They call this the Jesus Segway because it walks on water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like a... That, that's going to be a lot of fun. I've been, you know... You know how I am with my jet skis nowadays. I'm yeah. You're, what, what's your time. favorite kind of jet ski? Uh, Red. Yeah. The red ones, yeah. Whenever I see them on it, it's just, it's fast, and you say the red ones are good for that. Well, I used the red one for going fast and having fun, but then I got the black one for, like, my stunts. Yeah, they they always say, uh, you know, red for the sped, Mm -hmm. and... Black for the knickknacks, cause yeah. like a knickknack is a or a tic tac is a skateboard maneuver. Yeah, right. That's what we say on the water. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't know jet ski talk. Uh, is there? There's not a lot of people uh, out there. We we call them civilians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> civvies. Yeah, freaking dorks. Yeah. Hey. <clears throat> well, I just step back and let Officer Jet Ski on the scene. Well, I was watching... Most um, of them haven't seen the back of a 350cc Yamaha if their life depended on it. It makes me sick. <laughs> makes me damn sick. You think, uh, how do you think John Wick would handle on a jet ski? You uh, think he could... He's pretty good on a bike. Yeah, he's good on anything. He's John Wick is going to have no issue on a jet ski. I, I've, I haven't seen a John Wick 3 uh, parabola... But I understand he fights on both a horse and the motorcycle in them. So I think he's got it all. He um, he can kill a boy. Um, he can, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he killed a lot of boys in that movie. 
he, he killed some boys. And, you know, the hell of it is, most of them deserved it. That's true. He was good whenever somebody was like, oh, we got a, a, a naked booby babe in, the, in your shot. He was like, I'm not going to shoot her. No. I respect he, that. He covered his eyes. He wouldn't even look. He was a yeah. gentleman. Yeah. But he did kill my beloved Miss Perkins. Uh, she, did he kill her? The, the, the female her? assassin, oh, right? Yeah, no, he didn't kill her, but he got her killed because he didn't let her kill him, which was rude. Okay. Which I'm glad yes. you bring that up, Howard. Have you ever had a scenario of a, a woman sneaking in to try and enact some, you know, just assassin like or some vengeance on you? Because John almost gets taken out by Miss Perkins earlier in the movie. No, but I have had to have had a woman killed because she broke the rule of my hotel before. <laughs> the rule? <laughs> Which no, rule? Oh, um, Wait, she, your, ho- your hotel or the yeah, hotel you I, were staying I used at? To, I used to own a hotel. And Wait a I, second. You ran yeah. one? Yeah, of course I did. And this woman checked in and she broke the rules, uh, much like Ms. Perkins did. So I had to have her killed as well. Is this a place with a, a lot of rules, or is it just, you know, a clear-cut few, uh, so it's the, hard to get kicked the, out really The even? main rule is don't take a shower and remind me of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> what? what I, I need to know more about this hotel. What was, this, what was the name of this hotel? Um, it was... Uh, I, I went by a certain last name at the time, and uh, it was that uh, last name and then hotel. Oh, I understand. Well, you can keep your confidentiality. Where yeah, yeah, everything's friendly here. Wait a second. Yeah. Are you Holiday Howard? In? <laughs> Holiday Holiday Howard Bates is what they call me. <laughs> oh my goodness! I had no idea that was. I had no idea that was you. Yeah. <laughs> just you know normal stuff um it's funny though you know i mean they say you know back in the day people would have one career from their first job to their last and now people have you know like 15 different careers well i guess i'm living proof of that that's true You've i done killed a lot. janet lay and <laughs> <laughs> i have the time stone i mean well, I, I'm the American dream, folks. What can I say? It's a good thing to jump around like that. You're well-versed in many things. I mean, the podcast goes anywhere from the current MCU universe to politics. It's impressive how uh, you and Franklin just can thread through anything. Oh, yeah, that's true. We, uh, we are very up on politics, um, especially Franklin more than me, and God bless him for it because he keeps me centered and from talking about him too much because he knows so much uh, compared to me that if I talked about it, um, you know, it would be humiliating. So I'm glad that he's like, hey, let's not talk about him because... Man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to say or who to even point at. You know, fact of the matter is, people are so focused on talking about who's right, they've forgotten about what's right. That's true. People do forget about, you know, people forget a lot about everything. Not only yeah. that, I think, personally, I think I forget stuff because I don't pay attention, I don't listen, and... Sometimes I don't care, and sometimes I'm high. 
a deadly combination. <laughs> and uh, that causes me to, you know, overlook and miss out on a lot of things because of the combo of all those. That's, you know, that's my take. <laughs> what, are, what, are, I'm sorry, what were you guys talking about? I don't know. You walked into or talking it. Or paying attention. Yeah, see, I acted like I wasn't paying attention. And then it was like, all those things must be true about Howard. Guess what they are? Uh, Uncle Howard, well, shoot. I don't know. Is there anything, Bobby, is there anything else you want to talk to Uncle Howard about? Why we, uh... <laughs> I can't imagine why. I don't know, like, why we got him. Why we got him by the toes. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'm thinking with, uh, wrapping up the movie with you, Howard, is, um... That I like that John in the end gets to just handle things hand to hand against the big boss. Yeah. I'm sure that's your preferred way of handling business in case anything goes south. Of course, of course. Excellent question, Bobby. Thank you. I uh, I always think that uh, you know a man's got to do what a man's got to do, and you know, hell, I don't want to do my banking over the internet with a digital application. I want to walk down there and look in someone's eye and shake their hand and tell them, you know, I see what you are, and you are a man, and I'm a man, and I respect that 100%. And that is why I am uh, dedicated to uh, um, my new charity, which is eliminating women from the banking industry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a... This is this is new. Yeah, it's new. Uh, a lot of people have been very comfortable having women involved in the banks. Um, they and can be not. tellers. They can you know they can help you with your loans. And I say, um, you know, fun is fun is fun. We've all had our laugh. That you know, but when is enough <laughs> enough? That's true. I guess you're really doing the Lord's work with this one you're a man that's not afraid to take a stand where you see it and hey, uh, we'll see who else comes around to this think about it this way what gets robbed a lot banks banks exactly do you want women to get robbed is that what you're saying i'm not comfortable saying that i wouldn't need be no when no. you frame it that way no i want women safe and maybe they shouldn't be at banks you might yeah. now that you mention it get the women yeah. out of banks <laughs> yes <laughs> also, they can't do math and they're stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, Howard! Howard, Howard, Howard. Man is mad even back there. Uncle oh. Howard, you said like so many problematic things, and that we, could be the one. We really <laughs> went for a long stretch, worst. a long stretch of good content, and you know, we, we didn't have Howard's this with Franklin. World. No. <laughs> Hey, it's a Howard it's thing. That's why, that's why the people love you. Girls aren't going to listen to this. It's fine. That's why the people love you. Howard, do you and uh, Franklin have... You're, are you going to be at BugCon 2020? And are there plans in motion? Some big things happening. Oh, you know, big things are popping. Small things are stopping. We're thinking about it on the daily. We got the biggest plans. We got ambition. We got uh, the ambitions of a writer. And um, we, we're going to bring it for sure. So, I, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people, you know, I mean, BugCon 2019, it was hard to get oriented because there was so much going on. Well, there's going to be a lot going on BugCon 2020, but all I'm saying is clear your schedule for uncle to uncle. Clear your Absolutely. schedule, folks. 
Awesome. Well, Uncle Howard, we'll see you on the internet. Um, God bless you, boys. We'll uh, s- promote we'll everything, you all your handles. Um, everybody should listen to Uncle to Uncle because it's, you know, it's great. Uncle to Uncle is, you know, got to be one of my favorite podcasts. You guys are incredible. You're essential cult members. And uh, I don't know. I can't wait to see you guys again at BugCon 2020. Oh, that is so nice to say. I can't wait to see either of you guys, too. And uh, it's just so beautiful. And this has just been one of the greatest moments of my life. And if I can be uh, briefly, genuinely sincere, so many people have said nice things to me. And it, it does move me, even if I, uh, you know, canonically have to act like it doesn't. Uh, there's, there's a non-canonical side of me that feels your uh, love. And uh, God bless you, each and every one. And... And uh, all I can say is that I uh, do intend to be the uh, uh, presidential candidate for the Republican Party in 2020. So keep an eye out for that. Big, big announcement. That's that's incredible. Well, that's thank you for you know announcing it here. Thank you for being on, and we'll talk to you later, Uncle Howard. Thanks God so much. Bless.